Thursday morning. You got Florida Georgia Line, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. You know, I've, talk, I've told Daniel this before, Amber, and it was that I don't know the plight of a lady on social media. And I considered starting an account and getting some pictures of a lady that, you know, pretty attractive or whatever. And to see what it's like, just leave that account up for a couple of weeks and see the kind of messages you ladies always get. Because as a dude, I never get any messages from so anybody. So you considered catfishing someone. Creating an account. No, but not not actively, just like putting up a profile and then just seeing what unsolicited messages I would get. Because that happens to ladies where you don't even reach out to a guy, but guys will just slide in your DMs oh, or whatever. Oh, you should see what happened to me on Tinder just last night. I'm curious as to what it's like to be a lady. Yeah, I mean, because I hear how awful guys are, and I don't get any messages from anybody, but, you know, from what I understand, you're just a lady on social media. You, you end up with weird messages from dudes. Would you put on makeup and a wig and all that for the profile pic? No, or? I said I would, like, he would get steal pictures it. Oh, he of would, somebody. Yeah. Oh, you'd steal pictures of somebody? Yes. Okay, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> just to, for research for the show, I'd be like, hey, I pretended to be a lady on social media, and uh, here's what happened. But well, now good, Amber's good on the show. Good for you. You have a female on the show that's who right. can just tell you these things. Um, I was on Tinder. Uh, you know, I signed back up, like, two and a half months ago or whatever, and... Someone was so triggered by my bio that they matched with me just to tell me off. So, in other words, you didn't reach out to this person. They, You didn't talk at all. They just saw your bio and flipped out. Yes. So, on Tinder, um, if I, you know, I had swiped right on him, he had swiped right on me. We matched. That means that we can now communicate, like, via chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this guy did, didn't like me at all. He only matched me so that he could berate me. So my profile says this. Maybe it's me. Maybe my profile is that atrocious. Will you guys, like, tell me? Yes. Okay, my bio says this. I'm fully aware that I'm too much for 97% of you, and I'm fine with that. I live my life openly and unapologetically. In fact, should you wish to take the deep dive into my personal life, everything you could ever want to know is in my book. I find integrity, individuality, acceptance, and intelligence to be super sexy. Communication matters. Slightly nerdy and artistic are a plus. Bonus if you make me laugh or think or introduce me to a new musician. Fully vaccinated. That is what my profile says. Were you offended by that in any way? I wasn't offended, no. That didn't trigger you or... No, I'm not offended. Okay. It's a strong profile, though. I mean, it is... Like, it's what, what do most people say on their profiles? Like, you know, I like beach walks and things. I mean, sometimes, but you, you put on there what you're looking for, right? So I want to, I'm not looking for just a, a one night stand or whatever. So I'm going to put on there, I'm this person. You need to know who I am, right? Yeah. And then what did he say? He says, <laughs> you're not attractive at all. And your personality seems like S. So I do believe you're too much for 97% of men. Men, good luck on your search. Pipe down on your bio, though. Wow. Who hurt him? You're not attractive at all, and your personality seems like crap. So I do believe you are too much for 97% Doesn't of men. does hurt your feelings? Uh, I responded with, it's too bad fragile masculinity doesn't do it for me. Otherwise, you'd be hubby material. So no. And then did he write back? Uh, we had a slight exchange after. He said he stands by his res- his uh, his original statement, but uh, mad respect on the response. And I said, noted. So and when's the date? Ha ha, Daniel. <laughs> Very funny. Is he playing like super hard to get? I mean, th- no, is this the guy's guy, like, legitimately using, a jerk. Is he not using like reverse psychology? I mean, like, he doubled at- down. No, I stand by what I said earlier, but ha ha, mad respect for the response. This guy is a jerk.
These are the types of dudes that slide up into our DMs all the time. And I'm just now getting a taste of it because this really never happened to me before. I don't, I don't know what has changed, but suddenly I'm getting tons. I guess because I'm actually putting myself out there as like a, a strong woman. Is Tinder itself, that, is that a, a platform that you're going to find that kind of stuff? I've never had anyone match with me just to tell me off. Like, that is next level. But isn't Tinder a place that you're not supposed to go to look for, like, long-term? I thought this was more, like, low-brow. Ty and I missed the dating app age, yeah. so we don't really Any know anything about it. Any dating app is whatever you make of it. There are people of all kinds on every single dating app. I don't care if you're on Match, on Hinge, on Bumble, on Tinder. I don't care where you are. They they all have the same people, and you you just hope to find someone that is on the same path as you. Sure, there's people on there that all they want to do is hook up or whatever, but there are also people on there that literally say, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. I guess I'm glad we missed it, Ty. I, yeah, I, I would hate to have to deal with all this. Daniel, you're single. I don't know why you don't have this. This is why. <laughs> but I'm like, reaching out to me like, hey, dude, you like an Ewok. No, thanks. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, about 41 right now. But I can tell you now, Amber, I don't mean to um, traumatize you, but mid-60s today. So if anybody comes by my house, it's going to be a day where I'm out in the yard with my shirt off all day. Just in the backyard getting some sun. That's terrible news. <laughs> Did, are we oversharing this morning? Yeah, Is that what bit. we decided well, to do? <laughs> you know, I noticed that I, when I took a shower, I've got very tan arms and a very tan face and neck. And then I look like E.T. at the end when he got very sick, uh, my chest and stomach. And I just think it's time for some yard. You know when E.T. was real sick? Where yeah, Tiger, we got it. Yep. Yeah, that's my body. <laughs> we okay. need to get you to a doctor. All right. No, it's because yeah. of the tanning. <laughs> So, I understand. Uh, I'm going to try to catch up my belly and things to the rest of my gorgeous buddy. Okay, good. All right. Uh, good well, morning, Gus. Well, this was fun. Everybody yeah. now is ready to put their ears out. Um, <laughs> when I pulled up this morning to work, we uh, we still wear masks here when we're in a, a common area. So I had to go to the back of my car. I bought this big thing of masks about, I guess, about six months ago. And I still got like 50 masks left. And I thought to myself, man, I sure hope I don't ever have to buy another box of masks. Aren't you guys sick of these things? Yes. I understand their purpose, and I'm glad that we have them and blah, 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 blah. But I just I hope I never have to buy another big old box of masks. Yeah, I feel like there's there are lots of things in life I feel like I wish I never had to buy again. Yeah, what is something you guys wish you, you your hope, at least, you never have to buy again? I hope I never have to pay for a lawyer again. You don't want to buy a lawyer again. I don't ever want to have to pay for a lawyer again. That is buying I, like legal advice. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't want to have to... To buy the services of a lawyer. And last, what services have you had to purchase? Uh, divorce and custody. Ugh. Like, let's oh, not ever do nightmare. that again. I don't ever want to have yeah. to. I, no. Uh, no. I guess nobody ever buys a lawyer for good. Well, maybe occasionally if you went like the lottery, maybe you get a lawyer. But other than that, normally it's all bad news. Okay. I'll make an addendum. I never want to have to pay for a lawyer again unless it's if I win the lottery. Right. Got it. <laughs> Ty, what is something you hope you never have to well, buy well, again? Well, mine sounds puny in perspective now, but... Uh, I'm not going to be able to buy another house again. That is a traumatizing 10 years ago when I went to go buy a house. They were basically like, do you promise you're going to pay for this? And I go, yes. They go, congratulations. Here's the keys. Nowadays, because I guess of all these subprime loans and all that stuff. I mean, it was incredible. The amount of work that went into it. 
I, I couldn't believe it. It it was a month long process. You were so stressed out. Like oh we would go God. to the casino and he'd be like, I can't take money out of the ATM because they're looking at my bank accounts. I'm like, who's looking at your bank accounts? He's like the 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 mortgage people. It was almost like a drug test where they randomly it, it felt random. I don't know if it was, but I had sent them bank statements, and then just like one random Tuesday afternoon, they're like, we need to see your bank statements right now. Like, almost like I went out and bought a boat or something. You know, they, they say, don't do anything crazy, you know, so I wasn't going to go gamble or anything yeah. like that, because I wanted them to think I was like a, you know, like really like frugal and was going to be able to pay all these loans or whatever. I hated every second of it. Yeah, I mean, buying a house is a privilege, but it is not a fun process at all. It is, it is exhausting, and it, yeah, it... It's stressful. I'm over here saying, like, man, I hope I never have to buy masks again. A box of like, masks, like a like a five dollar box of masks. You guys like, yeah, I'm fighting for child custody. <laughs> like, talking about your mask. Well, I mean, I'm still paying on a lawyer, so I know you're still paying on a house. Yeah, I got some years left, apparently. Golly, when that thing's paid off, I hope I never ever have to pay another one again. Yeah, so these could be big things. They could, they could be very small things. What is it you hope you never have to buy again? 918-879-9898. We'd love to hear from you this morning. What is it that you hope to never have to spend your money on ever again? You had a good one earlier off the air, and I think a lot of parents go through it. Diapers. When they yeah. leave that oh, phase, that's, that's a fun phase to get out of. because Overnight diapers were done. I need yeah. to be done with them. Are they that bad? I don't even know how much a diaper costs. Was it like They're $3 expensive. a bag? <gasps> it was like 40 50 yeah. bucks for a Ooh. box. For a box, yeah. Yeah, and you had to do that you know, repeatedly. How many is in a box? Well, you can get different. I mean, you can get 20 in a box up to 120 in a box. So it doesn't, I mean. They're not cheap. I can tell you that. They're not cheap at all. Yeah. What, what does the baby go through, like two a day? I go to the bathroom <laughs> like twice. That's it. <laughs> what? You do? That's cute. You go to the doctor. What do you mean? You only go to the restroom twice a day total? I mean, maybe two or three times. Not like a ton right. of times. Too much information. All right. Says E.T. over here out yeah. in the front yard with his like, shirt yeah, off. I need to get out there and tan my pendulous breast. <laughs> Which I don't have. Pendulous. <laughs> anyway, what do you hope? Well, we got off track. Everybody, I know what everybody's going to say now, radio. Uh, they hope they never have to buy a radio again. But what yeah. is something that you hope you never have to buy again? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Good morning. It's the Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the morning. Blake's on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Tag Daniel Amber Glaze. Daniel with the question. I want to know what is something you hope you never have to buy again? You had a good one, Daniel. When we were in college, we had to buy textbooks. And I'm not kidding you. They were two and $300 per book. And then the, these people have the audacity to, after we graduate, to ask us for more money. And it's like, nah, man, when I was starving to death at college and y'all made me pay 200 bucks for a textbook, that's all the money you're going to get from me, brothers. It, it was so crazy. Uh, people out there right now probably still paying on student loans. Yes. And they've got like thousands and thousands to go. I bet they, when they get done with that student loan, I bet they hope they never have to buy another student loan. That's right. So the question this morning. <laughs> I feel sound like an idiot. Buy a student loan. <laughs> you are kind of buying an education, I guess. And You're I'm wasting not. your money in some cases. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but I <laughs> kind of really, agree no, sometimes. I went to school for radio, television, and film, and uh, most everybody I know, except for like me and you, Ty. Work in radio, TV, and film. No, they don't work in radio. They're they don't. Realtors. Yeah. Right. Making, um, actually making a living, so that's good. Yeah, they got a decent gig yeah. with that degree. So that's the question, Daniel. What is something you hope you never have to buy again? Good morning, Istanbul. What's your name? Christine. Hey, uh, what do you hope you never have to buy again? 
Oh, my God. Diapers. It is so nice not having to buy diapers. And so much more with kids, oh. too. Once they graduate away from all sorts of expenses, that's always great. Like, We're still in the overnight diaper stage, and I am so ready to be done with it. Listen, my mom, uh, well, I was 14 years old when my mom had my sister Amy, and my mom had this brilliant strategy. She bought probably about 200 cloth diapers. Ugh. And she used them for about one day. <laughs> 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 and then we had like 200 extra cloth diapers right. laying around. So if you needed to wash your car or something like that, contact my mom. She'll send you a cloth diaper. <laughs> it sounded like a good idea. You know what's crazy, Ty, is when we were little, probably disposable diapers weren't invented yet. Oh, you too, Amber. You're in the same wheelhouse as us. When right. we were baby babies, there were no disposables. They yeah. had to use only cloth diapers. They had a service that came to our house to pick up. Like a laundry service. What are you, rich? I don't know what was going on, but they would come by once every couple days, they would pick it up, they would launder and bring them all back in a truck. Did you have that, Amber? No, I didn't know that this was a thing. I don't think I ever wore cloth diapers. This guy, no, I'm telling you, you did, because they weren't invented in, when we were little. I don't know if that's true, Daniel. I think, I'm telling you right now. I don't know. She's going to Google it right now. I this am going to Google, like Google Ricky it. Ricky Schroeder on Silver Spoons. <laughs> like, yeah, there was a truck that came and <laughs> took away the laundry service. What? That's what happened. That's wild. So I bet when the disposable diaper came along, it was disposable like... Disposable diapers were invented in the 1950s. I think your parents just <laughs> took the cheap route, brother. I don't know what's going on over there. I thought they weren't around when we were little. Uh, it says they became... Yeah, they've been common since the 60s. Yeah. yeah. What do I know? Your parents didn't love you. <laughs> they wanted to use that big giant uh, safety pin. What are you talking about? Your parents, yours paid for a service I to come guess. and well, get yours. What are you yours? talking about? Oh, Tyke had a truck that came and washed his disposable diapers. That's how rich they were. Uh, good morning. It's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull. Who's this? Mark. Hey, Mark. So Daniel's got your question. What's something you hope you never have to buy again? Bondsman. Bondsman? <laughs> yeah, bondsman. You got how, how many times have you had to pay for a bondsman? More than I wanted to. Mark, how'd you, why'd you get uh, thrown in the slammer? What happened? Oh, several different things. Well, not like murder, I hope. Oh, no, no murder. It's nothing that serious. Oh, yeah, just attempted murder, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Goodness. So, so, how much does a bondsman cost? 10% of your bail. So how much do you think you've put down to a bondsman? Uh, well, between me and friends that I've helped, probably 12000 Oh, boy. Yeah, come. Yeah. I kind of want to also not want to ever hang out with Mark. I, I want to see what all his troubles about, but I, I don't want to go to prison. I don't think I'd do too well in prison. I don't think you would either. Neither would Ty. He'd get shanked in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you listen to us. How do you think me and Daniel would do in a jail? I don't. Depends on the jail you went to. Oh boy, is it true that you're supposed to beat up the meanest guy in there on the first day so nobody messes with you, or is that just a myth? Oh, that's just a myth, but it wouldn't hurt. Ah, a myth, but it wouldn't hurt. All right. Any other <laughs> advice in case me and Daniel get into the jail? Like, is there anything you could tell us? Uh, take some money with you. Oh, in yeah. our prison pockets. <laughs> 
Well, they put they put it on your account. Oh, okay. Uh, well, our luck, Tig, we would we would go. Uh, they would see us and be like, "Oh, these two would never survive in regular jail. We have to send them to old people prison." Right. Where then Tig and I would be the strongest people there, and then all the old people would come in and have to try us all the time. They'd be giving us Cheetos and things. <laughs> yeah, we'd rule the roost. <laughs> sure, Wait, what, sure. But Mark, I got so many questions. Another question: What do you need the money for? Is that to pay people off so they don't bother you? What is that for? Well, you can, you uh, have commissary, and they have candy bars and snacks and stuff like that. Because you really don't, you know, prison food ain't real good. I see. But do you use the Snickers to buy, like, safety? Is that what you're talking about? Well, you can, or buy cigarettes or oh. stuff like that. Well, you can smoke in jail? <clears throat> uh, well, you, uh, last time I was in, you couldn't. Oh, they, they, uh, they're smoke-free jails now? That's too bad. You know what I would do, Ty, is open a bar in jail. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's brilliant. so much money. What could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> That'd just be another charge. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... The Bull, today's hot country. Ty, Daniel, Amber Glaze. Hey, Lindsay is on the phone with us. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. Uh, where, where are you calling from this morning, Lindsay? Park Hill. Park Hill. And uh, Amber, this morning, Lindsay. You could win tickets to Daryl Starbird's Riding Custom Car Show. Daniel, what game are we playing? We're going to play a game called Talk in Tulsa. I'm going to uh, talk about some landmarks. You identify those landmarks, and you win. Are you ready to go here? Yeah, I'm not from Tulsa. I'm from Kansas, but I'll give it a go. Oh, Lord. Well, we can all learn together then, Lindsay. If you need some help, Ty and Amber can help you out. All right, Lindsay, if you stand at the center of this brick circle and talk, you'll hear yourself echo, but others will not hear any echo. Is it the center of the universe? Yes! It is, yes. Very close to the radio station. How about uh, if we were talking Tulsa, we said it's a place to hike and mountain bike with great views of the city that also happens to be named after a bird. I don't know. That would be Turkey Mountain. Turkey Mountain. Daniel says that um, that people try to scale Turkey Mountain, and some have not made it, and you said that it's littered. Yeah, the summit of Turkey Mountain is uh, littered with corpses. Okay, sure. <laughs> people All that right. didn't make it to the top. Right, of Lindsay, here. if we were talking about a big old giant golden man... I don't know. Help her out with that, Ty. A That's big a, old giant the golden oil man. worker. The yeah. Tulsa driller. Yeah. Yeah, there you the go. The Tulsa driller. And, and the baseball the team's called worker. the driller. Well, he is an oil worker. <laughs> he works in the oil industry. I got it right. Thank you. Up next, this is a place with beautiful scenery, swings, and family fun. Also, a great place for panicking when you don't see your kid after they climb up into the three-story castle slide. That's the gathering place? Yes! Gathering place. And finally, we're talking Tulsa. Uh, you were talking about the Reptile Rush, the Raptor Rapids, Rex's River, or the Tiny Turtle Lagoon. Where would we be talking about? The Oklahoma Joe's or something? Oh, it's close. That's Safari Joe's. Safari Joe's okay. H2O. That's the water park, right? Yeah. Lindsay, you actually did pretty good. How long have you been in this area? Uh, six months. That's about where me and Daniel are. Six months in, so you're doing pretty good, and we just maybe we all just learned something new. And Lindsay, you're gonna go to Daryl Starbird's Ride and Custom Car Show. Yay! And Lindsay, I appreciate you being a brand new listener to 98.5 The Bull, and keep listening because I don't want to get fired. 
Okay. All right. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a great day, okay? Thank you. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, uh, mid-40s right now, up to about 61 with Tyg Daniel, and Amber Glaze. Amber, I feel kind of bad for Tyg. He's had a rough... Uh... Rough go at it since he's moved he into his new neighborhood. It's been like a uh, soap opera. It has been wild over there. We like call the Wild it West. Days of our tigs. <gasps> yes, yes, I like it. So, uh, first of all, he had intruders into his home. Not uh, violent intruders, but just intruders that came in and fell asleep under his dining room table. <laughs> so then he's like freaked out about that. He turns on his floodlights. Then the floodlights are shining into the neighbor's yard and he gets a note on his mailbox. What did the note say? Well, basically, the police were like, light up your yard and. I'm not good at that, so that the next night I turned on all my lights, and then I come home to a note on my door that says, please help or help me. And I'm like, okay, I've had intruders in my house asleep, and now I've got a note on my door from somebody I don't know saying, please help. Yeah, uncool. So I'm freaked again. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll read this note, and it says, welcome to the neighborhood. You're going to love it. But there is an issue that I think we should discuss, something like that. And it turns out it was a neighbor that I didn't know that lives behind me that uh, said, listen, your floodlights aim right into our, our house, and we've even tried to close the blinds, and we can't sleep over here. And, you know, would, would you know we need to address this issue or something like that. I didn't like this letter. It was passive-aggressive how she welcomed me to the neighborhood and immediately scolded me. Um, and then she signed her name, and she explained which house she was behind. And I, I just... I just stewed over it, and I got on the radio <laughs> whining about it. Like, you know what? She... And I was like, there's no way she can know that I had intruders and then be complaining about me lighting up my yard yeah. a little bit, right? But uh, what I did was I went over there to the floodlight and I angled it down. Now, here's where I am a real baby. <laughs> I angled it down, and so it's been angled down for a couple nights. And uh, I kind of go out to the mailbox expecting, like, a thank you letter. Like, hey, I really appreciate that. <laughs> I never got one. And so then, uh, because I'm immature... I said, you know what, I'm just going to go knock on her door. Now, I've not met this lady, but she signed her name at the bottom of the letter, and I figured out which house she lived in. So I said, you know what, I'm going to march over there, and I'm going to talk to this lady because, you know what, I did have a home intruder, and even <laughs> with that, I tried to accommodate her by lowering my lights or whatever I did. And uh, no thanks. She took all that time to come complain, but she didn't take any time to write a thank you card or anything. That is so, rude, actually. Thank you. I mean, I'm not being. I don't know that she has to walk back over and write another handwritten letter. Listen, he's him. got a point. If if she was able to take the time to walk over and complain, then she ought to be able to make the time to to walk over and say thank you. That's well, right. How does she react when you come walking over there? So I got a little like irri- irritated, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to walk over there and talk to her. Now I'm completely civil. I just for my own like, I don't know. I just needed to talk to her. Yeah. Because so I go over there and I knock on the door. And she looks out the window and opens the door immediately. And she goes, well, I know who you are. And I go, oh, okay. And she goes, you're, the, you're my back neighbor. I guess she'd see me out in the yard with my boy and stuff. So she knew, you know, I wasn't like a surprise to her who I was. And I said, yeah, I, I'm your back neighbor. And I got your note the other night. And, uh, and she goes, well, it really did help. I, I saw that you lowered the light and I appreciate that. And I said, but I don't know if you know, I, I wasn't being disrespectful. I wasn't trying to drive you crazy, but we had people in our house the other night. Like, while I was in the house, people entered my home. Yeah. And by the way, they were in your yard, too, mm-hmm. and your neighbor's yard. They were looking for access to your house, the neighbor's house. I had left my door unlocked because I was moving in and out, and it wasn't even that late. It was 830, so I didn't think to lock down the house. 
And um, so I'm kind of explaining to her, you know, the situation. And she didn't even uh, really react to that. She just like, yeah, but that light, it was just like really shining bright in our bedroom. And we, we couldn't really sleep. And so she didn't, there was no pause for like, oh, my God, is that the reason? Wow. Oh, well, now I understand. And I really appreciate it. She just was like, yeah, that light was ridiculous. Like, but she okay. said she did say thank you for lowering it, didn't you? Like, what more she, do you want? She did. But, uh, you know, I thought she'd be more like, oh, now I understand and no problem. She was just like, yeah, that light's ridiculous. So I didn't like it. You got some life, buddy. All this. She said thank you, and you're upset now. If I'm hearing correctly. I had to come get my thank you. I didn't like that too much. You're upset that she didn't give you a thank you card. He had to go get his thank you. He thinks he's the, (laughs) hold on. He thinks he's the king of Tulsa. No, I do not. That's ridiculous. should pay alms to him or tributes. (laughs) No. She said, she said with her mouth, thank you for lowering your lights. I think it was a forced thank you. Uh, I don't think it was sincere. I think she... Almost like I needed to apologize to her for trying to protect my family. That's what I got out of it. Did you want her to take out a samurai sword and cut off her pinky and present it to you? What, what do you need? She said, thank you. <laughs> By the way, you just lowered the light 10 degrees down. You didn't, like, have to call an electrician or anything. You just simply had to touch the light and move it down. I don't know what's going on what with this What do you think, guy? Amber? I mean, am I, I think, uh, you know, she should have come over and voluntarily. I had to go get my thank you. Then she was still only concerned about the floodlight. No concern for... You know, the situation, the traumatic situation I'd gone through, and that was the reason the light was on. She just went back to the floodlight. She probably, I I will stand by the fact that if she could take the energy to walk over and write you the rude note requesting something from you, then she could also expend the energy and take the time to walk over and acknowledge that you did what she asked you to do. Why not a sculpture? Why not a bronze sculpture? Maybe a chiseled out of marble to present it to him. You know, um, I was so frustrated by her, her not thanking me. And I, Listen, I've been very stressed, and I, I typically don't operate at, at this level of, like, irritation. But with everything going on, I've just been, been a, a little high strung. And uh, I considered, because I didn't get the thank you note. You know what I considered doing? Going back out there and putting the light back right at her house. How ridiculous. Can't but you I just let it go? That. It was just a momentary, like, you know what I ought to do? I ought to just... I a, dare you. What if I get brighter ones? And I just dare really you. light her up, like an airport. You should rent uh, the spotlights they shine in the, the you know, like the oh, searchlights they shine up for a movie premiere. You. <laughs> I am, I dare you. I really, like, I hate to say it, but I don't think this lady's out of line. I think she ca- wrote a note politely asking him to shine <laughs> his lights out. I don't think she's m- meaning any harm. I get one of those Batman lights that puts a symbol above her house and it's going to say, huge jerk. She's not being a jerk, though. She's asking <laughs> to point her lights not in her bedroom. I, don't, I just thought she, all she thought about was herself, and that's all oh, she cared about. Don't, she don't ruin this. All right. Ty, God dare you. If she, if she crosses me again, <laughs> I'm angling that light right back up at her house. And then what she can do, call the cops. I'm allowed to have lights on. So she better. Then I, she's going to start messing. Listen, you do not want to start a feud with your neighbor. Do you remember the Hatfields and the McCoys? It's like a Cold War. We're not actually like, yes. Yeah, Cold War. That wasn't fun. I remember that. You remember (laughs) remember the Hatfield and McCoys, right? Yes, they didn't like each other. And now the phone, I don't want to get cussed out and all this today. I hope you do. Um, Oh, it could be the lady. Maybe you should answer. Oh, my god. If she's listening here, I got two words. Tread lightly. Because if she irritates me again, that light's going right back at her bedroom. (laughs) And I'll get a higher wattage.
And I'll get two You're going to find yourself in small claims court or something over For all this what? nonsense. Following the law? This is fantastic. Protecting is my family? He's being very petty. Right. I love it. I'm no. here for it. No, 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 no. Come on, Petty Betty. Let's go to the phone. I didn't end phones. up doing any of that, guys. I went over there and calmly <laughs> talked to her, and I lowered the light, and everything's fine. I just said in my head for a moment, I, I was like, this is war. But it's not. <laughs> Like, we used to go to bars and hang out, try to meet ladies, Daniel. go on vacations, <laughs> yeah. all you this fun stuff. You sneak over there at night and... No, I'm not, I don't care about all this. <laughs> and now you're fussing with your neighbor over floodlight. I don't know what happened to us, but you're pointing. right. All right. We used to be like Old West Cowboys. We used to be cool. Yeah, now he's eh. feuding with his neighbor over the floodlight position. It is something. Or how many lumens are in his floodlights. <laughs> okay. Just let it go, man. It's all over. right, all right. Let's move on. We've got some exciting... Daniel, you got some local news about some laws that have passed. Yeah, yeah, there's a local law. Also, another situation in the news where glue ended up somewhere it shouldn't be. On a body. Uh, and uh, this, I think this takes the cake. Don't you think, Amber? This yeah, is, I, I think, can't. way worse than the lady that glued her hair. You this can't is, unhear this. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. That in moments. Right here with Tiger Daniel, Amber Glaze. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the 